is a businesswoman and founder of Nitwits. Nadine's passion for creating products with a difference has allowed for numerous world-first and market-leading products to become a driving force behind the family's business's international growth and success. From scientist to businesswoman, Nadine found a gap in the market and brought a product to life. Hi, Nadine. Welcome to the Mindful Biz Podcast. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure and it's lovely to meet you. We've got lots to learn today. Thank you. I look forward to it. (laughs) So where I usually start before we get into the business is learn a bit about the person behind the business, which is you. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, sure. Um, So I'm a mother of three. Um, I'm also a scientist. Um, I've always had a a passion for science, Um, you know, as a child, I religiously watched the Curiosity Show and I was always intrigued by anything that was science-related. And I vividly recall, um, you know, as a little girl picking up products and looking at their ingredients on the back of the pack and I was always curious about them. Um, And so when I finished school, I um, studied biomedical science um, and I also completed a master in herbal medicines. Um, So, yeah, science was always something I was really interested in. Wow. So when you got those qualifications, what did you do with them? Um, So once I got those qualifications, I went out into the workforce and I got some um, experience um, under my belt in um, product development and formulating. Um, And at that time, my mother um, also started our family business. And she said to me, why are you going and developing products for other people? Come, come and come and develop products for us. So I thought, okay, sure. Yeah, but I've, got, I've gotten some experience. I know what I'm doing. I'll come on board and, and, and help you out as well. So, so, so that's what, what kind of happened. What was the family business? Um, so, yes, yeah, so look, our family business was founded uh, nearly 30 years ago um, when, my, when my mum created uh, NADS, Natural Hair Removal Gel, um, And, you know, at that time, hair removal wasn't really a topic that people discussed openly. Um, And yet here was my mother going on national TV, proclaiming to everybody that, you know, her daughter had an unwanted hair problem. Oh, no. Yeah, and showcased the product by demonstrating its effectiveness on actual people with actual hair. So literally you'd be, you know, waking up in the morning, you'd turn on your TV and you'd find my mum waxing very hairy legs, overgrown eyebrows, men's chests, you name it. She used the product, you know, on different parts of people's bodies and, you know, and that's how she showcased its effectiveness and, and ease of use. Wow. And, you know, that image. Um, she was. She yeah. really, really was. And she, and you know, this image stuck in people's minds and that really accelerated um, the NADS brand's growth and success. And, you know, to this day, people talk about those ads. So, yeah, it was very powerful. How did she come up with that business name? Because I'm just looking at your name written down in front of me and I'm thinking, did she come come from Yeah, she did. Did So, originally... Yeah, originally she wanted to name it Nadine's, <laughs> but when she went to trademark that name, it wasn't available. So rather than going back to the drawing board, she went, we'll just chop off the last few letters, call it Nads. That's her nickname. Go ahead oh, with that. Gosh, what a brilliant story. Wow. Yeah, so- 
Okay, so so your mum then said, come and work with us. You need to be developing our products, not other people's. So yes. when you came on board, what kind of products were, like where did you fit in along that along that business journey? Yeah, so, so basically uh, back then there was the one product, the NADS Natural Hair Removal Gel, and then when I joined the company, we started expanding um, to that, adding new products to our range. Um, I remember... Um, we used to get a lot of customer feedback that would say, look, we love your product, but we don't want your 350 gram tub because all I do is use it on, you know, my upper lip. Can you please just, um, you know, fill up a smaller jar for us? And I thought, well, yeah, we could fill up a smaller jar, but let's try and think outside the square. And, you know, um, we ended up uh, launching a product called NADS Facial Wand, which is like a little pen looking like structure that has a twist bottom. And you twist the product out and it, and it comes out of the applicator head and you can shape your eyebrows with it and do all your delicate facial areas. And that's still one of our number one selling products to this day. Incredible. Oh, my goodness. All right, then. So you're working for the family company. What came next? So, yeah, so look, just like, you know, mum created her product for, for her daughter, um, a few years later when I had my own children, um, I found that there was a gap in the head lice market and, and, and I came to that reality when my daughter, two weeks into starting preschool, got head lice. Yes. And so she came home, yeah, vigorously scratching her head and when I looked and, you know, lo and behold, there's her hair, you know, filled with the, the, the little critters. Um, and what I didn't realise was, you know, the task of treating head lice was such a difficult one. Yes. Um, and and I thought, you know, there has to be a better way. You know, I, my daughter wouldn't sit still for more than two minutes, you know, let alone trying to get, you know, trying to comb every single egg out of her hair. It was a nightmare. And I thought, you know what, there has to be a better way. And I basically just wanted to create a product that would take that hassle out of treating head lice. Okay, so what is the product? Can you explain how it's obviously applied differently to how we normally know? Yeah, so, so you know, back then I knew exactly what I wanted. So yeah. uh, there, there was some criteria. I wanted a product that worked really fast. I wanted it to be easy for parents to use and it had to be gentle and hassle-free for the kids. Um, and so the way I went about it was um, I worked with a leading UK entomologist um, and we worked on different prototypes and we went back and forth trialling and testing different formulas until we'd perfected the formula. And, and that product is, is, is what is known as Nitwit's all-in-one um, today. Amazing. So how does it work? Like do you, do you apply it like, you, like we usually do or how, how does it work? Yeah, so basically if your child comes home with head lice, all you do, it comes in like a little spray bottle, you spray their hair until their hair is saturated, you wait 20 minutes and you wash it out with shampoo. Oh, so you don't it. need to comb or anything? You don't need to comb because it kills the eggs as well. We do include a comb in the pack. If you're like me and you don't like the thought of leaving dead eggs in your child's yeah. head, then you have the option of combing out the dead eggs. But that's it. In 20 oh, minutes, gosh. it kills all the egg, all the lice and their eggs. Oh, my gosh, because I can remember, when, I mean, my boys now are in high school, so we don't have this problem, but in, in preschool and junior school, oh, my gosh, the amount of hours, and it was quite a topic of conversation because everyone would get it at the same time. That's right. It still is. It still is. It's, it's a big problem, not only here but internationally as well. 
And, and, you know, it was just such a hassle. And I thought there just has to be a better and easier way to treat head lice. And, and this is why I was so passionate to create something. Oh, my goodness. So how long ago did you launch this product? So Knitwits All-in-One was launched and my daughter was three in, in around 2012. So it's about seven years ago we launched yeah. that product. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And how has the product evolved in that time? So the product has gone from strength to strength. I'm sure, um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's one of the leading um, products in Australia as we speak. Um, we've grown internationally. Um, so in the past year, international growth has more than doubled. Um, and this has been achieved through um, our increased distribution through the major retailers. So, you know, you walk into um, UK's largest retailer, Tesco, and there's our product sitting on the shelf. It's also um, available in their second largest pharmacy, Superdrug. Um, we also sell on Amazon UK. And to be honest, we're struggling to keep up with the demand. Um, but it's a fabulous problem to have. Mm. Um, but it's just amazing how well received this product's been. Yeah. How did you break into the international market? Um, so obviously, you know, I've got the, the benefit from our family business. Um, so, you know, with, with our NADS products being available um, internationally as well, obviously we had that foundation to begin with. Um, but, you know, head lice is a completely different category to hair removal. And so you're dealing with different buyers um, and different, you know, um, points of contact there. But the same strategy um, um, applies. Basically, you go to the retailer, you present your product. Why is it different to anything else on shelf? And, you know, once once you show them the results. And, and, and for us, it's a really good thing because we've always used Australia as a test market. And a lot of the products that um, we launch in Australia, it's like our test base. And, and what we find here is then we take that over offshore and we say, this is what this product's done in our market. And, and when they're well received, it's usually a, a big plus um, for the international market to then say yes to our product to go on their shelves as well. Have you had to do any of the international expos or you haven't had to just because you've had the right contacts? Um, no, we have. We have um, been to some expos and and uh, recently actually because we're looking to um, enter the European market as well. Um, so, yes, we have had stands at certain expos where people come to see our products and, you know, engage their interest with it. So, yes, we have been involved in that. Yeah. Is, is there like a particular expo that you have found to be like better than, or better for you than, than others or are they all similar? Like, I mean, um, it depends on what you want um, to do. So, for instance, um, one strategy we had, see, in, in the US, we we have our own office set up there, whereas for um, the UK and the rest of Europe, we, we are, you know, looking at distributor models. So, therefore, if you're looking for distributors, then you'd go to specific um, expos that cater for distributors, um, you know, looking for potential partners. Where, whereas there's other expos you have where you, know, you can go and see what, what's the latest and greatest in products, what's the latest and greatest, you know, in ingredients. So there's so many different um, expos out there and it, it all just depends on what you're actually looking for, what are you trying yeah. to achieve. I mean, it can, it can get overwhelming and it can get expensive and it's so much about working out what are your objectives and then which, which expos are right for you because they, they are all quite different of course, of course. Yeah. So with research and development, 
how did you go? I like. Is there any information you can give us on that in terms of how you, how you have researched and developed your product? Um, so we recently um, had our whole office renovated. So we now have a laboratory within our office office complex, okay. and this has been a fantastic yeah. And this has been a fantastic move because all our research and development is done in house now. So we put a big focus on R and D. And, you know, it's all about uh, researching not only the latest trends, um, not only the latest ingredients, not only the latest, you know, what's in, but we place a big emphasis on our customer feedback as well. So a lot of, um, you know, focus is put on what our customers are telling us, what would they like to see, and a lot of our R&D is driven by that. We've got to cater to what the need is out there. We've got to cater to what customers are looking for, and we put a lot of time and energy on that. Yeah. Do you do any focus groups? And are are the focus groups being done in your office? So we outsource focus groups, but a lot of the time when we're developing, um, we will get feedback. So the first point is, you know, um, we'll have an idea and we'll start to develop the idea. And then obviously the first point of call is the people around us, the staff, our immediate family, our immediate friends. Let's see what their feedback is on the initial product concept. And then then there we take it out further so we can go Mm -hmm. to, yes, third party, um, uh, you know, um, consumer groups, focus groups. Um, it, it all depends on the product and the, and, and, and the project itself. Yeah. What would you say have been some of the biggest lessons that you've learned throughout your business journey so far? So, yeah, the biggest uh, lessons, I guess, uh, as I mentioned, innovation. Innovation is key. Like, I mean, if, if, if you want to maintain relevance and a competitive edge, you have to constantly innovate. Um, and so, you know, when you create a product, uh, a product that solves an unmet need, you already stand out in the crowd. But you've got to all also always look to keep innovating because the way technology is these days, the way things move at such fast pace, um, you can't just rest on your laurels that that's it. You've developed something. It's you, you know, it's 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 the best thing since sliced bread on this day. But you never know what's around the corner. So that constant innovation is something that you have to always keep firing. It's really, really important. So do you have other, I mean, obviously you do, but do you have other people that are helping with coming up with ideas and innovative innovative products? Yes. So we get ideas coming from from lots of angles. You know, we may have ideas coming from our sales team that say, oh, look, we feel that there may be a gap here. We have ideas coming from our customer service department because our customers are telling us we would love to see this as part of your range. Uh, Obviously, our R&D team, that's their focus. They're constantly researching and developing um, the latest trends. They keep in contact with our uh, manufacturers and suppliers for, for new information. So, yes, ideas can come from anywhere. Mm. So are you constantly actually working on new ideas or are you just constantly getting the new ideas in and just waiting for that golden idea to come through or, you know, like at least come up with something? No, we're constantly working on ideas. We have, you know, projects that we, you know, are currently working on now for all our brands and, you know, and, and, and also researching at the same time what are the new and latest trends that that Mm. are coming up, you know, uh, in our, um, and a lot of people, you know, they mention they do lots of focus groups to work out what consumers want. Sometimes consumers don't know what they want. And yeah, so, that's right. and that's the interesting thing. So, you know, for us, we've come up with many world first products and, you know, a lot of people 
initially when they when they think of the um, concept, they go, no way, nobody would, would use that. And the classic example of that is a product we have in our NADS range, which is a NADS nose wax. You remove your nasal hair with a wax. Oh, and when wow. we first came up, yeah, when we first came up with that idea, everybody said, no, no one's, you know, what is that? No, that's, that's, that's not going to work. And that's one of our best-selling products. And, you know, it's just, it's just a classic example of, you know, innovation and, and uh, you know, products that are world first and, and, and first of their kind. So, yes. yeah, R&D comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Incredible. So what's your particular role? Like what are you doing on a day-to-day basis in the company now? So, yeah, so I head the research and development. So my, my core focus is, you know, what products are we working on to continue innovating, um, coming up with new ideas, coming up with new concepts, not only for the brands that we currently have, but new and existing, uh, sorry, new and future areas we may want to be entering into. Um, and obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm also a, a director, so I have, you know, a corporate role within the organisation as well. Yeah. Busy. Uh, do you find that your mind never switches off because you're always thinking of the next thing? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I think some of the best ideas come when you're either just about to go to sleep or yes. in the shower when you're not actually in, you know, the, the work environment. So, yeah, I do find that, that, mm-hmm. you know, you come up with ideas when you're not actually at work yeah how do you find managing like this big role big company with also having three children yeah so that's um people talk about work-life balance yeah you know I don't think (laughs) there is a balance per se you know I would love to say that you know I you go home and that's it you have time with your kids but because it's a family business you know, you're constantly talking about your business. Even the kids are, are really interested. For example, in our Knitwits range, we've just updated the packaging and I have my kids on the package. They're, they're, their faces are on the front packaging. They're involved in the photo shoot. They love it. Um, so, you know, we try to get them involved. They love coming to the office. Um, so it is part of, um, you know, trying to keep that balance. And for me, um, you know, I I try to do what I can to spend as much time as I can. So, for instance, if they've got a school assembly, I'll leave. I don't care what meeting it is I have. I'll postpone that meeting. I'll go there to make sure if they're getting an award that I'm there for them. So yeah. you just got to put things into, into perspective. What's the, you know, most important thing at the end of the I, day? I agree. I really, really agree. And I think also, as you say, it's so hard to find balance. So I often refer to yeah. it these days as just integrating uh, yeah. work and life because there's no finish line when you've got your own business right. and somehow you've just got to make it work and it's all about the flexibility that allows you to dip in and out of things. That's it. That's exactly yeah. right. It's a constant juggle though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. Um, you know, I'm just, um, I'm actually sitting in, in my mother's office as I'm having this conversation with you and in the corner I've got my baby's port cot So it's oh. a very family-orientated business. So, you know, we, we bring our kids to work if we have to. It's all well and good. So how old is your youngest? So he's now 18 months. Wow. Oh, my gosh, yeah. you really do have your hands full. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's, it's all good. <laughs> that is good. I know. I think it is like we're so lucky to be living like in this flexible um, age where digital technology does allow us to do multiple things at once. 
So, yeah, it is fabulous. So, Nadine, where can everyone find out about all your products? Where's the best place to send them? So, well, our products can be found in uh, a lot of the major retailers in Australia. So you can um, go to Coles, Chemist Warehouse, Priceline, uh, you know, pharmacies, they all stock our products. Um, You can also find more information on our website, um, and that's uh, knitwitsforkids.com. Um, there's a whole load of information there that people can um, go to to seek, yeah, to, to seek further info. So, Nadine, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you, Alison, for your time. 